today's topic is the mist the mystic slumber session is dedicated to his divine grace yes bhakti vedant swami shila parivar so let us read today's verse this is 7.9.32 Actually, however, you do not sleep like an ordinary human being, for you are always in a transcendental state beyond the creation of the material world, and you always feel transcendental bliss. As Karunadakshay Vishnu, you thus remain in your transcendental status, not touching material objects. Although you appear to sleep, the sleeping is distinct from sleeping in ignorance. So now, Pralad Maharaj, as we're discussing here, the prayers of Pralad Maharaj, and Pralad Maharaj is now talking about something which is little technical in the sense. Generally, we don't hear on these kind of stuffs, but Pralad Maharaj, since he's a pure devotee, he knows everything about Lord. So he's he's trying to explain that how this creation is working and how Lord is working. So last session we have discussed, if you remember, all of you, the session name was the cause and the effect, and we discussed how this material world. is full of push and pulls there are many push there are many pulls there are many causes there are many effects and they are designed in such a way that one effect the cause of one effect the the effect of one of the cause is also cause for one other effect and like that there are series of cause and effects in this material which are working and sometimes that's why people get bewildered how actually this material world is working and they try to understand by their own analytical understanding we try to do so many experiments and research research so that we can understand how what is the origin of this material world how this universe is working how many so many planetary system planets are there how different different uh, things are happening in this material world so but it is not possible because till the time a person uh, understands this knowledge from bona fide sources he will be not be able to understand उट about krishna how this material is working and that's why uh, when we read bhagavatam we we find this kind of verses where pralad maharaj is talking about lord is sleeping now when somebody hears lord is sleeping it looks like little uh, difficult to understand how lord can sleep because sleeping is something which is considered as in the mode of ignorance but here we see lord is sleeping and how is sleeping why is sleeping that we will discuss in the course of the discussion and there are two many most important words very very important words used in this verse one is called as 
ट्रांसिडेंटल many times people ask this question ki uh, we hear from scripture there is soul is there inside the heart so can you show us this soul can we see this soul how this soul is working and how this uh, you know body when somebody dies how what happens to a person when he dies what, how the soul is coming out of the body we are not able to see or can we you generally we see that we say that soul in, inside the heart so can we do something in the heart can we see soul no even though we may be able to see many many things smaller than the smallest in this material world but we cannot see soul because soul is differently situated all together it is called as turya it is transcendental just like supreme lord is transcendental soul is also transcendental but right now because we are captured in this material bodily conception it is suffering here but ultimately real position of soul is it is as pure as lord but right now because of conditioning we are in this material world so it is not possible to understand supreme lord without accepting the fact that he is transcendental transcendental means who transcends this laws of material nature who is not under the modes of material nature and which is when something is beyond our sense perception we require some help to understand that thing just like for example let's say i am in one room and the room is full of darkness there is no light at all and i happen i am searching for something that the thing is available inside the room itself let's say i am searching for a chair or something like that the chair is said it's there inside the room but right now because of my conditioning i cannot see in dark i need some light so i require something called as light because of that i will be able to see that chair all the chair is present there only but because of my conditioning i won't be able to see that similarly when we talk about lord and transcendental transcendental means is not cannot be understandable by a person by his blunt material senses he requires you requires a extra effort or outside force then only we can be able to understand about lord not about our lord but about ourselves also because we are also on the same quality not quantity but quality wise we are also spirit soul so sturya is this very very important uh, understanding because till the time we don't understand this thing we uh, will be able to, we will be all always in a confusing or doubtful mode about when we read the scriptures because when we read the scriptures it's like we read this verse we read this verse that the lord is lying on the causal ocean and is sleeping not it is sometimes very very difficult for a person to understand how is that the lord there's a ocean and lord is lying and all these things there are mythology and all these things they say how can we believe all these things but this is the first thing to understand that we cannot understand everything the first thing is to understand that we cannot understand everything there are many many things which is beyond our sense perception so we have to accept authority just like in material world we accept authority in many cases uh, we accept authority in this material world similarly in spiritual life also we have to accept authority and this uh, this acceptance of authority is not blind faith 
that means when you read and understand there is a logical understanding behind because the fact we cannot understand everything our senses are limited and this is this is the first thing what prabhupada when he went to the western countries and he started preaching about krishna consciousness so many many scientists and many many philosophers they used to come and discuss with prabhupada about philosophy about understanding of soul about understanding of matter about creation of this material world many many things about understanding of god and there's a book also of shila prabhupada you can see there's a book by name uh, beyond illusion and doubt if somebody has read so that book is all about that only prabhupada is having discussion with one of his disciple and the disciple is talking about various philosophies in western countries most of them are atheist philosophy atheist philosophy or talking about impersonal aspect of the lord so in, in that you will see prabhupada many times bringing about this point that how this philosophy is mental concoction because all of us have a krishna has given ability of thinking so when we try to understand about without having proper reference of the vedic scriptures we try to speculate something we try to end up coming up with something which is uh, my own mental concoction is, is there and because it is coming out of my own mind i will try to justify that by various means and uh, scripture references also sometimes but the fact is that we cannot understand till the time we refer to the refer, refer scriptures and that too from bona fide scriptures just like somebody was telling me there is a very right these days there is a very famous uh, uh, spiritualist or you can say is very famous talk about religion and god and something but when somebody asking have you read scriptures have you read gita i say i not i don't read bhagavad gita what is the need of reading reading gita you read newspaper so it is directly against the scriptural understanding it is mentioned yes shastra vidhi musrjya vartate kaam karata na sukham na prati na siddhim na parangati the person who does not follow scriptures his knowledge is never ever absolute shruti smriti pranan purana adi panch ratri ki vidhi na vidhi vina ekanta ke hare bhakti utpatai vikalpate that means a person who is not following shruti and smriti that in vedas and puranas all this knowledge person is not following while giving any any spiritual knowledge any knowledge Shruti, Shruti, Puranati, Ekanti ki hari bhakti, simply it is a disturbance in the society and that's why we see many many people they come up with different understanding just like there was someone who was telling that if you want to control your senses you engage in sense gratification and one fine day you will be able to control your senses but it is not fact it is not fact Bhagavad Gita Krishna directly says in second chapter you will find the first thing what krishna says to arjuna control the senses these senses are like snakes we have to very beginning you have to control the senses so one side we have bhagavad gita which is absolute knowledge which is coming out from from last five more than 5000 years at least what we know and it is there is nobody can say that this 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 verse is not applicable right now everything is 100% correct spoken by supreme lord krishna himself one side we have this philosophy another side we have someone who is telling that you engage in sense gratification and one day one day you will be able to come out of sense you will be able to control senses so now intelligent person should ask what is the reference of your knowledge you are telling something because of your own mental speculation that can be wrong also so when we talk about knowledge when we talk about especially spiritual knowledge transcendental knowledge that means it is transcendental it is not it does not belong to material world so a person who is in material platform cannot give a transcendental knowledge it is a very very important statement many times people do not understand this fact and they follow anyone and everyone ultimately they'll end up getting confused or end up getting cheated because most of the time people people follow spirituality for some material gain 
So spirituality is, or Krishna consciousness is not meant for some material gain. So if somebody says, if you follow this, you will get in, you will get this particular material object. People generally follow blindly, and ultimately they end up getting cheated. So all these things are very, very important. And that's what Prabhupada, when he, as soon as he started his uh, preaching mission in Western countries, he most importantly pointed out this thing, that how we cannot understand this knowledge by our own material stuff. And that's why it's called as Turiyasthita, transcendentally situated. Lord is transcendentally situated. In transcendence, there is no such thing as Jagra, Nidra, Sushupti, wakefulness, sleep and deep sleep. So, although then in material world we talk about that when the person is sleeping, there can be three conditions. He can be in wakefulness, a person can be in one of the three states. He can be Jagran or maybe he's waking, he's in wakefulness, then Nidra means sleeping and Sushupti means deep sleep. But in, when you talk about transcendence, it is not like that because transcendental means we cannot, we cannot a person may be sleeping, but he is aware of everything, whatever is happening. That is Mahavishnu. That will discuss what is the position of Mahavishnu. Now, Prabhupada, as I discussed, said the living entities are conditional souls hampered by four defects. We have discussed this earlier also, but it is a very, very important thing to understand how we cannot perceive the ultimate knowledge because of these four defects. And these four defects are there in every conditional living entity. We cannot we cannot say that whatever I'm telling, whatever I'm perceiving is correct or not. It, the reality may be something else, but I may be perceiving something different. So these are the four defects and these are the fundamental things generally what we discuss in our basic session, but these are uh, sometimes fundamental is not clear. Fundamental basic things are not clear. Uh, we won't be able to understand the higher principle. So what are these four defects? All of us should know. And because many times when we go out for preaching, and people ask this question and, and we somehow, if we are not properly situated, we don't have our understanding, we end up getting confused. And that's why sometimes people don't preach on me, Prabhu, if I go out, I myself, I don't know anything. And the person will break my, my faith only, shake my faith also. So you should tell out this person, if somebody is quoting someone, you ask this question, whether it is following, he is one of the situation or not. What is that? He showed to commit mistake. Every living entity is 100% sure that he will be committing mistake. Nobody is there who can say, I will never commit any mistake. That's why it's called as to err is human. That means human being is supposed to commit mistake always. He's sure to become illusioned. He has a tendency to tendency to cheat and his senses are imperfect. So it's these four defects, because of these four defects, a conditioned soul cannot give us a perfect knowledge. Now anyone who is Claiming himself to be perfect, you ask whether you have one of the, these four defects or not. Because when we talk about parampara, we say that we are getting knowledge from, from bona fide sampradaya, which is coming down as it is, in the sense that it is free from these four defects. So that's why when we talk about absolute knowledge, absolute knowledge should be free from these four defects. So if a person is giving something without proper spiritual references, that means he is going to fall from one of these four defects. So we cannot accept any knowledge from him if you want to understand the absolute knowledge. And these four things are mentioned by uh, Sri Krishnadas Kaviraj Goswami also in Chaitan Charitamrita. So it is not uh, that it is by own, it is mentioned in Chaitan Charitamrita as well. Now, this is a word spoken by Lord Brahma. 
I think you would have heard Prabhupada quote many times this verse. It, this verse will tell us how it is important to not to understand the Supreme Lord by our own intelligence. It says, Jnane prayas madhupas namantameva jeevan tisan mukha karitam bhavadiya vartha sthane shita shuti gatam tanuvan manuavir yap prayaso ajit jitavapi asitest lokyam. So this is verse is spoken by Lord Brahma in Srimad Bhagavatam we find. Those who even while remaining situated in their established social position throw away the process of speculative knowledge and with their body, words and mind offer all respect to description of your personality and activities dedicating their life to the, this, these narrations which are vibrated by you personally and by your pure devotees certainly conquer your lordship, although you are otherwise unconquerable by anyone within these three worlds. So Brahmaji is again is bringing the thing. So that's why I'm trying to tell you that how with the scriptures uh, talks about this very, very important understanding not to understand absolute truth by our own mind. So here Brahma, who is what is the position of Brahma? Brahma is the first created living entity, living being and is considered as the most intelligent person throughout the universe. So every universe, universe has a Brahma and Brahma is, is considered as first living entity as most intelligent also. So the most intelligent person is telling do not use your intelligence to understand Supreme Lord. And Brahma creates this entire cosmic uh, universe and whatever we see. So what is the position of Brahma? It is, it is mentioned, one of the devotees was sharing one past time that once there was a person who was doing uh, meditation or tapasya for a long time and he was praying to Lord Brahma and Lord Brahma appeared that what do you want? So this person say I want to experience your mind. What is coming in your mind? What is going through your mind? I want to experience that. So Brahmaji told no, no, it is not possible for you. You are a common living entities, a living entity. How can you experience what is happening in my brain? It is very difficult for you to perceive you. This person say, no, no, no. You want to uh, understand your what is going in your brain. At least give me for that understanding for at least one day. Brahmaji said, no, it's not possible. So then this person say, okay, not one day. At least give me for one hour. I want to experience your brain. Brahmaji says, it's not possible. So then this person say, okay, one minute. Brahmaji is not possible. Okay, one second, you please give me what is happening in your brain. Brahmaji says, okay, you want to know what is in my brain? You understand. You just have this uh, feeling of my brain. And then Brahma gave him this boon that, okay, you, you will understand what is going in my brain. And as soon as he got this boon, his mind was busted. <laughs> Why it is so? Because he is Brahmaji. Brahmaji is taking care of entire universe. Just like in a company, you see in this material world, there is a there is an owner of a company, CEO of a company. And the company have many, many business establishments. So he is going through many, many things, right, in his brain. Now talk about Brahma, who is creator of universe. What will be happening in his brain? So it's not possible. And that Brahma is telling, please do not apply your intelligence to understand Supreme Lord. It is beyond your intelligence. So when we accept this position, that I have these four defects, and I don't have proper uh, understanding, I cannot apply my own brain, speculative knowledge. When a person has this understanding, he becomes humble. Jnane, prayas, utupasha, namanta. Namanta means he becomes humble. 
that okay now let me approach someone who is bona fide and superior to me then only i can understand most of the times people become arrogant arrogant means can you show me god if god is there can you show me how it looks like and everything that is the meaning of arrogance so you cannot understand you cannot see krishna by your arrogance but by a humble way if you please definitely krishna will come in front of you just like we heard recently in one of the session in the case of the deity of sakshi gopal ji so for a devotee deity is actually ready to walk also but it requires that humbleness so krishna never like prabhupad writes one of the purport in i think bhagavad gita or bhagavatam somewhere that for a person who is humble it is very very become to easy krishna consciousness that means krishna accepts a person very easily who is humble rather than a person who is very very arrogant so and when a person is arrogant he cannot understand spiritually and that sort we can see from chaitanya mahaprabhu's past time life also many things many times he is showing that position of humbleness so this reminds me very nice uh, when you read chaitanya charitamrita you will find this thing so chaitanya mahaprabhu was one, was willing to go to vrindavan but his associates like you know uh, sarvam bhattacharya and uh, others ramanandraya and all sarup damodar they were associates of chaitanya mahaprabhu so chaitanya mahaprabhu was willing to go to vrindavan but they were somehow the other they were doing some tricks and they were not allowing to go to mahaprabhu to vrindavan sometimes they were telling no it's right now rainy season better you stay back or rath yatra is happening better let me go you attend rath yatra then you go then they say it is chaturmas better you stop stop next time you go somehow they were tricking chaitanya mahaprabhu chaitanya mahaprabhu was aware that these people are tricking me but he was so humble so when you read chaitanya charitamrita then chaitanya mahaprabhu although he is supreme lord but he is also taking permission from his devotees please allow me to go please allow me to leave he can do anything is swarat but is telling please now please, if you don't allow cannot go please allow me to go so that i can go peacefully to vrindavan so you see chaitanya mahaprabhu himself is showing that example how much somebody was now when we come up this understanding at least we have these four defects and i need not to apply my brain then you can come understand what is this vishnu form of the lord and then shastra says this three vishnus so different incarnation of the lord comes for his own pleasure just like we have different different avatars which we have heard about leela avatar guna avatar guna avatar means the incarnation of the lord in three modes just like goodness passion and ignorance goodness lord vishnu passion lord brahma and ignorance lord shiva like that we have leela avatar as different different incarnation of the lord for different leela just like lord ramchandra and that many many incarnation of the lord god is leela avataras then manvanta avatar then uh, kalpa avatar then many many kinds of incarnations of the lord are there but every time lord come from his own pleasures he is not coming out of some material force this is very again very important to understand when we talk about living entities why we are in this material world we are in this material because of our own wrong doing we have our own past fruitive activities past karma because of that today we are suffering but when krishna comes in this material world he is not like that it is a different body is given to us prabhupad makes extremely very nice thing just like when a person goes to hospital or in a prison house he will be given a different clothes to wear correct he will not be using the same same clothes in which he was earlier he will be giving a different dress so that he can wear in the prison house or hospital and when he is coming out of the prison house or hospital he will be he will be given back his dress similarly right now in this material world we are have given this body 
which is not our real dress. Real, uh, real consciousness is the body. Real thing is soul, and soul has this covering of body. So when a person becomes self-realized, he will understand that I am not this body and spirit soul. I have a original dress which is different from this one. Just like when a person comes out of prison house or a hospital, he will get his real dress or original dress. Similarly, when we come out of this bodily conception of life, become self-realized, we will get our original body, original soul. We will come to understand that thing that we are not body, we are spirit soul. So he comes in different different incarnations. It's called as Purusha Avataras, Manvanta Avatar, Lila Avatar, Guna Avatar, Shakti Avesh Avatar. Many many incarnations are there. There you will find in Srimad Bhagavatam. And this material world, as we understand, is managed by Krishna in the uh, through his energies and different Vishnu forms. So sometimes this also people understand that Vishnu is supreme or Krishna is supreme. That we will discuss in one of the session, a different session. And we also had a session. On this topic, I think his always Varmana Prabhu has already taken. But still, we will discuss. But what are these three Vishnu? Let us understand. What is the importance of understanding the principle of these three Vishnu? So it is mentioned in Narendra Pancharatrika about these three Vishnu. What is this three Vishnu? What happens? What happens to a person who understands these three Vishnu? So it is mentioned Vishnu to Trini Rupani, Purushakhyani Ato Vidu. Ekam to Mahat Shastri, Tutiam to under some theme, Tritya Sarva Bhuta Stam, Tani Gyatva Vimuchate. For material creation, Lord Vishnu's plenary expansion assumes three Vishnu. The first one, Mahavishnu, creates the total material energy, known as Mahatattva. The second, Garbodakshai Vishnu, enters into all the universes to create diversities in each of them. The third, Shirodakshaya Vishnu, is diffused as all-pervading super-soul in all the universes and is known as Paramatma. He is present even within the atoms. And the last line is, anyone who knows these three Vishnus can be liberated from material entanglement. And that's what, same thing, that's what I'm telling you, will not, you will not find contradiction in the Vedas if you read from one of our scriptures. So what is mentioned last line, anyone who knows these three Vishnus can be liberated from material entanglement. And what Krishna says, Janma karma che me divyam evam yogeti taktataha takta deham punar janmayiti vameti swarjana. Same thing that Krishna is also telling. If you know about my activities, my pastimes and my birth, everything, you will not come back in this material again. And same thing is mentioned here also that the person who knows about these three Vishnu, he will not be entangled in this material world. He will be liberated. So these three Vishnus are uh, one Vishnu is called as Mahavishnu, also called as Karana Daksha Vishnu. So there is, uh, it's, there is, it's called as causal ocean. Karan, Karana Daksha Vishnu means there is a Karana ocean. And Lord Vishnu, he, uh, he, lays, he lies in that ocean. And from his navel comes out Lord Brahma. So now all these things when we hear and again mind will say, how is it possible that a person is lying down in water? Prabhupada says, why is not possible? In this material world also, you see sometime a person who is a good swimmer. You will see sometime a person who is a good swimmer, he will go inside the, in the water swimming pool and he will sleep there. So when a common person can go and sleep, why Krishna cannot do all these things? Where from all this thinking is coming in a common man? From Lord only. So when a common man can go and lie in water, why Lord Vishnu cannot go and lie in the water? Is it possible? That's why the very important thing to understand is 
Jnana prayasa utupashnamantami. By knowledge, by intelligence, by your applying brain, you cannot understand. So it's called as Mahavishnu, and from his navel comes out broad Brahma. Sorry, his navels comes out many, many uh, universes. That is called as Mahavishnu. Is, it is mentioned that it is the creation of total material energy that is called as Mahatattva. So, from Mahavishnu's body, universes come out. And the universes, the time period of this universe is excelling and inhaling. Mahavishnu excels, then universes will come out, universes will come out, and any inhales again, universe will go down, go inside. And then again, in, in each of the universe, when we talk about this, then universes which has been coming out of the body of Mahavishnu, again Lord Vishnu goes and he resides as Garbhodakshai Vishnu. There is a Garbhodakosha and he resides there as Garbhodakshai Vishnu. And again in Garbhodakshai Vishnu's navel comes from Lord Brahma. And Lord Brahma this creates entire this cosmic manifestation. And again in this cosmic manifestation in this universe, each and every living entity is hard. That's why Krishna says Bhagavad Gita, Sarvasacham Radhisarna Vishnu, Matasmiti Gyanam Apanuncha. I am there in everyone's heart. And the person, the Vishnu is in everyone's heart. It's called as Shirodakshai Vishnu. So these three Vishnus are there, which are the uh, primary cause of this material creation, what we see even including the living entities. So when we call this, Lord is everywhere, all pervading. So that means the Lord is everywhere in the form of Paramatma. And the Paramatma is not, not, none other than Shirodakshai Vishnu, who is the third, third, third form of Vishnu. So these three Vishnus are the cause of primary cause or secondary cause of this material creation and Lord, these three Vishnu are directly manifest, they are manifesting from their manifestation of Lord Krishna's expansion. They are coming out of Lord, Lord Krishna. So ultimately everything as Lord Brahma says, Ishwaral Parma Krishna Rashidananda Vidra Anadir Adir Govinda Sarv Karana Karanam. That means Lord Krishna is the Sarv Karana Karanam. He is the cause of all the causes. But ultimately when he expands himself, different different Vishnu form, different different uh, other kind of forms, Swansa, Vibhinansha, we are also part of the Lord and Vishnu is also form, form of the Lord, but they are different. We are called as Vibhinamsha and they are called as Swamsha. This all details we get in Chaitanya Charita Amrita and Shiva Bhagavatam. Now, when we read all these things, it looks like, looks little confusing and unbelievable. How can we believe? And there comes the faith that how we should, when we are reading something from the scripture, it is very much required to have faith. Because this knowledge, as I told, is not a knowledge which is a mental speculation. It is coming out of, uh, coming from scripture understanding. And it is mentioned that Lord is sleeping. Now again, when we hear Lord is sleeping, sometimes we apply our own brain. That Lord is sleeping means Lord is also under ignorance. So once, once <laughs> Prabhupada was being asked this question, that uh, Prabhupada, we heard that uh, it is mentioned in some of the scriptures that Lord was sleeping. Uh, and uh, Durga Devi came and she, she woke him up. So that means Lord is dependent on Durga Devi. Durga Devi is waking up Lord, waking him up. So that means Lord is dependent on Durga Devi. How is it possible? So Prabhupada says, what is the great thing in that? Suppose I am sleeping and if I tell my servant to wake me up, what does that mean? The servant is greater than me. <laughs> so, so when Lord is, Durga Devi is coming and waking up, that, that does does not mean that Durga Devi is greater than Lord Vishnu. It is not like that. So all these things are transcendental. And that's why when Lord comes, he is not, his activities are not our activities, like our activities. So when he's sleeping also, he's not in ignorance. 
is sleeping he is aware of everything whatever is happening but his sleeping is different from our sleeping just like when krishna came in this material world he also did many many activities which some some activities were very very uncommon and some activities are very very common so sometimes people don't understand as a prabhupada was mentioning there were some people there are some people they worship lord krishna uh, in his bal form baby form or when he was a child young boy form so they they say that we worship lord in that form only because when lord become grown up he became contaminated by doing rasleela so prabhupada said what is this <laughs> lord is not lord is always lord whether he is 3 months old or he is 16 years old he is always lord so we cannot say that when lord become he grown up he he became contaminated by rasleela is not possible so that means we don't have proper understanding when he was 3 months old he killed putana and then again when he was 10 years old then also he killed many many demons so he is always lord he is not that grown up lord is contaminated and child lord is not contaminated that is not perfect understanding so that's why uh, the real uh, proper way of understanding knowledge is to to take knowledge from bona fide authorities sources acharyas then we can understand all these vishnu forms as well as different many many incarnation this is mention about vishnu only but krishna has many many forms advaita machutam anadi mananta rupam lord takes form in many many even every species krishna take is one of the form now we cannot be perceived by us but it is a fact when he is source of everything why cannot he take any form he can take any form whatever form is possible he can take nobody can restrict him but he is not his form and activities are not like us just like uh, there are some philosophers they say god cannot have any form why because god is having a form that means you are limiting him many people they say like that or some religion also they say like that that god cannot have any form if god is having form that means you are limiting god the god is like this only but god is limitless now how to understand this you are telling god is a form and so no the prabhupada says yes he has a form but his form is not like yours and my form his form is different his form is transcendental it can be simultaneously present everywhere just like you see it is mentioned as shirodaksha vishnu and he is in atom also that means in each and every atom shirodaksha vishnu is present now how you will go and cross and cross check and verify now it is mentioned here he is present by his energies so when you talk about lord we should understand he is not a normal human being like us, like you and me so he is definitely present he has a form but his form is transcendental that's why uh you find these verses in, in upanishad that lord does not have any hand does not have any legs apane apani pado javano gahita he does not have any hand but he still accept everything he does not have any legs but he still walks very fast now how to understand this thing he does not have any hand but he still accepting everything he does not have any leg but he still, still walking very very fast prabhupada give explanation of this verse it is very very important verse mayavadi quotes this verse many time to prove that lord is not a person so we should have proper understanding about that yes and the last line of this verse itself says that the supreme lord is a purusha if you read this verse you will find last i say it is that supreme lord is a purusha so prabhupada says yes he has hands but not like our hands he has eyes but not like our eyes angane yes sakalendriya vritti manti that means his all the senses are able to do perform activities or any other senses for example lord can eat by he can eat by his eyes also so when we offer food to lord 
people say prabhu sab kuch wapas aa gaya lord has not eaten anything everything is same as it is that means it is a your only faith that lord is eating everything is same where everything is not even a uh, grain has missed everything is same here no single piece of grain has missed not like that because lord is called as he can just by seeing he can honor angani as sakalendriya mittimanti he just sees the food and he can honor that food and his food will remain as it is nothing will happen there is a lord's potency it is 100% offered its prasad but still everything is same so that is lord's position of transcendental so same thing as i told about mahavishnu it is mentioned brahma saita also you can see जनरेटिंग on his transcendental body and who accepts the mystic slumber of eternity as mystic slumber of eternity looks like he is sleeping but he is mystical sleeping that is mentioned by lord brahma again so you can see lord brahma is saying the same thing praladvara is saying the same thing and scriptures are telling the same thing guru sadhu shastra the best process is to accept the instruction of the previous acharyas and follow them then god realization and self realization become extremely easy by following the this easy method one is liberated from the contamination of the material modes of nature and thus one can certainly cross the ocean of nonsense in which there are many miserable conditions the best process is to follow authority so it is not possible To understand Krishna by whom, even Krishna himself does not understand him. That's why he comes at Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and try to understand himself. Ultimately, what is there in me? Why Radharani is getting so pleased by my by me? So let me understand myself. So Krishna is nobody can understand Krishna fully. But when we follow the instruction of a pure devotee, the one who knows Krishna, he will be able to deliver Krishna. Krishna can only be delivered by a person. who is already having krishna nobody can nobody else can understand krishna and who can have krishna all the devotee of the lord has krishna. just like prabhupad writes in bhagavad gita introduction that at least one should be theoretically convinced that krishna is supreme personality of god and then he will be able to understand bhagavad gita otherwise many people they write gita from different angles and views and this way that way analytical understanding and this thing that thing not possible to understand because krishna has spoken gita to arjun why because he is a devotee so till the time a person is a devotee of the lord he cannot understand bhagavad gita it is not possible you will end up understanding something else just like they they will teach management principle from gita they will teach something else from gita but the spirit of gita is not management principle the spirit of gita is to become a devotee of krishna surrender to krishna that is spirit of gita and that's how prabhupada when he started he has given this bhagavad gita as it is he told that although many many versions of gita are already available in the market but most of them are self motivated that means they have given some own understanding from their gita they have their philosophy and they are trying to prove that philosophy from bhagavad gita so first time prabhupada said we are giving something which is uninterrupted that means that is 100% correct there is no 
speculation involved there. Krishna is telling Saladarman Pratajya, we are telling the same thing. We are not telling when Krishna is telling Saladarman Pratajya, it means something else. No, it is Krishna, we have to surrender to Krishna. So the best thing is to understand the process of the Acharya, which is given by Acharya. And this sadhana bhakti is very, very important for that. By regularly following this every day, following this process of chanting, reading, hearing, continuous basis for a long period, then when heart is purified, then only we can understand Krishna. With this contaminated heart, we cannot understand Krishna. Krishna will not sit in a person's heart who is contaminated. He will sit in a person's heart whose heart is not contaminated. So till the time heart is impure, this knowledge will not be revealed. And the purifying process is chanting of the only name of Krishna. And all the processes which is given by Acharyas, just like for example, we get up early in the morning, we attend Mangala Arati. So it is at times looks little difficult how to get up so early in the morning, how to know, how can I get up? I'm getting very, I'm very busy. I'm sleeping very late and all these things. That is called a sadhana bhakti. Sadhana bhakti means mind will not allow us to follow. But we have to force mind. We have to force mind. No, you have to get up. You have to attend Mangala Arati. You have to chant Hare Krishna Mantra. You have to read Bhagavad Gita. You have to hear lecture. You have to uh, follow the fasting method. Just like tomorrow's Ekadashi. You have to fast. fast. We, should, we should fast on Ekadashi. So all these things are very, very important to make our mind understand that first of all, to control our senses. Because ultimately, mind always wants sense gratification in one form or the other. So, uh, till the time we have not sufficiently practiced the sadhana bhakti, we cannot understand, we cannot come to the spontaneous love for Krishna. The Prabhupada says, when a person has sufficiently advanced sadhana bhakti, then by the mercy of Krishna, he will get spontaneous love for the Lord. And when a person has spontaneous love for the Lord, then is no longer uh, subject to any rules and regulation. Just like right now, if you have to get up Mangala Arati, it is a very, very big task for us to get up. We have to put alarm, then snooze it, then again put up, then again snooze is like that many times we'll do. Somebody will wake up, some wake us up, somebody will tell us 10 times to get up, somebody will remind us to chant, somebody will remind us to hear Bhagavatam, somebody will remind us to do all these activities. But when a person becomes spontaneously attracted for Krishna, he will be searching after how can I serve Krishna? How can I serve Krishna? He will try to look opportunities. It's spontaneous, just like Prabhupada gave example, a girl and boy, spontaneously they are getting attracted towards each other. There is no uh, formal ceremonies required. They are, spontaneously they are attracted. Similarly, when the person becomes devotee and he has aroused this love of Krishna, spontaneously he will be attracted towards Krishna. And that's why it is it is mentioned that Nitya Siddhi, Nitya Siddha Krishna Bhakti Sadhu Kabunai that means this Krishna consciousness or love for Krishna is not an artificial imposition of the mind. It is not like that. It is Nitya Siddha. It is there in everyone's heart. But right now it is covered. Just like mirror is covered by dust. We cannot see our own face. Similarly, right now heart is contaminated. We cannot understand our position. Then how to remove it? Shavanadi Shuddha Chitte Karayodaya. By hearing and Chanting Hare Krishna Mantra, this process of chanting and hearing will remove this dirt and then we will, we will understand our real self. So that is the method. So it is a very, very powerful way. And that's why we should always hear, always try to hear. Prabhupada said, neophyte state, we should always try to hear. 